Cecil. Something. <laughs> Perfect. Welcome to Mom Fears My Podcast. My name is Mike, and with me is my father, Alan. Bill Coleman. And also uh, a very special guest, my mother, Barbara. Hey. Is it so? Is it Barbara or Barb? Like preference wise. Barb is fine. Barb is fine. Yeah. I know you said you told me once that you always wanted to be called Babs. I did. I <laughs> already forgotten. <laughs> I again. This is this is you know little things that have stuck in my memory a long time ago. Was you always because Barbara Ann is your name and Babs is a common nickname for Barbara Ann and you said you always liked that name. Maybe you didn't want to be called Babs, but I know that you said you always liked it and nobody ever called you Babs. That was... And Barbara's a little too formal, but Barb, Barb works Barb, for me. I isn't... answer to anything. Hey, you. <laughs> answer to Grammy a lot. Grammy, Grammy, Grammy. Yes, Barb's fine. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, well, so is that, it always, like I told Dad once, it always feels weird for me to call you guys by your first name anyway. Because I still say mom and dad. I'm, As I'm, it should. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't think I'll ever be old enough to say Barb. But, um... Now I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I've bored her already. Sorry, we'll edit out all the stuff that's that's really boring or really, uh, really uneventful. Um, but no, so I, I'm, I'm glad to finally have you on. Why, why are you afraid of my podcast? Um, I'm afraid of anything that you do with your father. <laughs> Anytime, anywhere, for whatever reason. That's a good answer. Yes. No, but we talked about on the first episode that, um... It's just sort of a spawn off of Mom Fears My Music, which is what I started what I started writing music under my false, uh, my fake record company that I and created. And when you started wearing black clothes and black fingernails, that just <laughs> cinched it for me. <laughs> I, do, I do remember the black fingernail polish. Do you yes. want me to close the window? No, I'm fine. Uh, it was funny. Just the other day, Will, we have these washable markers Right. Because Willett Scott, he's had a cast on now for three weeks, and he we draw pictures on the cast for him. Uh, and when anytime Jude sees that, Judas just wants to then draw on himself. But we're using sharpies on the cast, so great parenting. <laughs> yes, so far we have these uh, washable markers, and we draw. We let Judas draw on his arm, um, and so Willett got a hold of one of them and started painting his toenails purple with the washable marker, and I was totally taken back to painting my fingernails black. <laughs> oh, that, that year or whatever it was in high school. Now that it's finally cooling off, we'll close the windows. I'm not exactly sure how loud that'll be anyway, the rain and all that. It's coming in my window onto my wall, so I don't care how loud it is either. <laughs> the price I paid for the insulation in this ceiling, it better not be too loud. <laughs> well, I I do I like I like being in the loft up here. I think it's cool. I think it's a nice little spot to be podcasting. It is. It looks a lot better than the way it was, or the way it even thought it was. <laughs> this is all right. Yeah. If we ever have enough room without your father's stuff here to actually make a room, it would be really nice. But that's okay. There I'm is... a collector. What can I tell you? No, you're a pack rat. I'm a I would collect pack rats too. <laughs> Alive or dead? Either. 
I, yes, uh, go. I, I definitely got a little bit of that pet rack bug from Dad for a really long time. I mean, it started mostly with collecting turtle stuff and collecting comic books and things like that. He said pet rack. I, did I say pet rack? Yes. That's okay. Don't be nervous, honey. I, I don't beat people anymore. <laughs> uh, but it's definitely not as bad as it used to be. It's definitely not as bad. We, we have been going through our house and we have been... Going through books and going through old boxes that, you know, we moved into this house six years ago and we boxed all this stuff up two years ago. And if we haven't touched it in two years, do we really need it? Thank you. So we... <laughs> well, My principle, exactly. Well, it took me it took me a long time to, to get to that. So I started opening boxes that had things in it that I was like, I remember why I saved this, but I don't want it anymore. Now, that's not to say that two years down the line I won't regret having gotten rid of it, because I've certainly regretted getting rid of, of stuff before in the past. See? <laughs> See, I'm the, perfect, I'm the perfect spawn of the two of you. So you just celebrated your 46th wedding anniversary. Correct. On July 5th. On July 5th. Um, Total of 48 years together. 49 because this Christmas will be the 50th Christmas that we have been a pair. Nice. We're going to have a golden Christmas tree this year. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds expensive. Not pure gold. Oh, okay. Spray painted. For- it's been the 25 happiest years of my life. <laughs> and that's why time. he's lucky after 46 years he's still living. So, all is well. Well, so did you do anything special on Sunday? He worked. I worked. Oh, okay. Yeah, I worked. <laughs> this is like this is an ongoing theme. It yeah. is. Yeah, I worked. Um, I, I did crossword puzzles, and I was just happy as could be. Oh, good, good. I'm a cheap date. <laughs> is that is that the secret then? You you one one has to work all the time, and the other one has to just be happy and and have the place all to herself where it's quiet. <laughs> the cheap date part is what got us together in the first place. <laughs> You need to clarify the cheat part, though. <laughs> so when when did you officially meet? If it was three years before you got married, when did you officially start? Like, where did you meet? At the orientation picnic that Penn State held for the incoming freshmen. We went to Penn State at Reading, which was not even a campus then. You had to right. find your own housing. And that's the first time I think we saw each other. The first experience was sitting in uh, the auditorium hall slash whatever you want to call it, having orientation with the teachers, and he would not shut his mouth the entire time they were talking. He was sarcastic, he was obnoxious, and I could not stand him one more minute. That's how we met. (laughs) Nice. Not one minute, but 46 years, yeah. Right. That's all right. Over the years, I've understood sarcasm a lot better, and now. So you were just talking while the the, the people doing the orientation were talking, or you were talking? sure? I have to have a comment about yeah, everything comment that's said. Everything. So this, you both started college at the same time in at Penn State Reading. Yes. So you're 18, right? She was 17. I was 17. I turned 18 that November. Not right. Yet, not I yet s- legal. <laughs> that didn't bother you. So okay, the first so the first time you actually made made a point what? to to oh. take note of no <laughs> no the first time you made a registered the other person you were you were completely annoyed. Um, that's good. How did you how did you go out on your first date? 
Well, everybody, there was no cafeteria because it wasn't okay. a campus. Right. So everybody loved the diner in West Reading. Everybody went there. And he took me to the diner first for something to eat. And I just thought he was so handsome. And, and I thanked Larry as I left the car. And I, I didn't know his name. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, she called me Larry. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's because I would wear the asinine sign for freshmen have to wear that says, hello, my name is Alan. Right. <laughs> oh, so, they give you name tags? Not tags. They're oh. Half a sheet of... Placards? Yeah, half a sheet of 8 by, eight by 11 oh, paper. Oh, my God. And little tiny beanies that make you look like you just got off the peewee orange <laughs> <laughs> Which I also would wear. Now, he was too cool for those things. Right. Well, you can't mess up the hair. Too cool for school, yes. <laughs> the hair is still good. <laughs> so you you thought his name was Larry the entire first day? I just picked a name. I didn't know what his name was, so I picked whatever came first. After that, I knew his name because I got one of those sarcastic, snide looks. You know, I said, "My name is Alan." Oh, nice name. <laughs> I I got to admit that's really brave if you don't know somebody's name to just pull one out of the air. And decide, I'm going to call you this. Well, it's better than hey you, right? It, it you know, is. That's kind of insulting. It is. It is. Or playing the pronoun game or things like that. No. Um, that's pretty awesome. Do you guys, you guys didn't stay, did you stay at Penn State the entire time? The four years? I took a two-year course to be a chemtech so I could work in the lab underneath. I worked for PennDOT testing their road materials when I graduated he started there because he registered late and was he was supposed to go on the last two years to Penn State campus, okay. main campus. But he decided to minor in engineering and major in pinochle. <laughs> and so <laughs> he uh, obviously did not finish only his two years. Oh, okay. Did you make two years? What difference does it make? <laughs> it didn't make what much of a difference for me. I left before two years was up, and I was supposed to be in college for four. I finished up. I finished up the two years at Westchester. That's where I got the German. Took a semester of German in Westchester. That's where Bill Coleman came from. <laughs> Actually, Bill Coleman came from the movie Cabaret. <laughs> didn't come from. Didn't come from my German class. Didn't remember that? No, no. Wow. So, I mean, after, I guess after the diner, was it really just called the diner? Was it called West Reading Diner? West Reading Diner. West Reading Diner. We finally did go to a very nice restaurant in Reading itself. And I had really, I really had problems because I wouldn't ever burp so anybody could hear me. And after, after being with him for a while, he taught me how to burp and he said if you had burped out loud like that in the restaurant I would have married you on the spot so that's (laughs) the kind of person that I've spent my life with (laughs) right well that's I mean so it did but it didn't take three years so that's good no no nothing took three years (laughs) well I days no not three no no (laughs) three weeks Katie and I I can tell you I can tell you a little bit about our relationship Katie and I just celebrated six years in June. Before that, sometime last year, maybe about six months, eight months ago, was was sort of the first time that we ever had a chance to breathe in the first six years. We kind of realized that 
a whole bunch of our friends were were going through problems and we're talking about divorce and some of our friends who have already been married you know 10 12 15 years were actually in the middle of a divorce or filing or have filed or getting you know and uh, so we actually sort of sat down and we're like let's have a let's have a state of the union you know conversation about us like and we sort of came to realize that you know we we moved in together we got married uh we got pregnant with Willet right away had Willet a whole bunch of medical concerns for me for two years and then had Judas and now here we are two years you know Jude just turned two and now we're trying to, dealing with, you know, where Katie's going in her career and how I'm doing with my career. And, like, the first the first six years, it's like, neither of us actually had any time to be husband and wife to each other. And you guys have been together. You had uh, got pregnant with Alan, like, right away. Yep. So... Was it was it a similar thing? Was there was there like the whole classic seven year itch where you're like we dove into having kids right after getting married? Like was it a whirlwind? Did you ever like did you ever just break down? Did you ever you know, or was it always just sort of we have each other? Let's move forward. Your dad was always like that, always breaking down. No, no. Oh, oh no, no, other, he, other, other, other. He was he was strong. Now. I never looked on having kids right away as a problem. Okay. It, it, for me, it was wonderful. Yeah. You know, bedtime stories every night before bed. And the kids hate me now because I kept them on such a ritual. I drove them all crazy, including you. <laughs> we're, all, we're all a little OCD, yeah, but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, well. Some more than others. But, no, we had friends that I met that were Alan's friends in high school and they were more than happy to come out to the game farm and spend time with us in the evening after the kids went to bed and we were the only ones that had kids oh okay every they were together they weren't not necessarily married right but they didn't no no one had any kids at the time at that time so it was it was only common courtesy to go to the house where the children didn't have to be we have great pictures carried along or and drink up my booze. Right. <laughs> we have a great and, picture of Elena still in an infant seat, and the whole rest of the kitchen table is covered with whiskey bottles and rum <laughs> bottles and vodka bottles. It oh, looks like the kid is an alcoholic at six months. Nice. i got to find that picture for me yeah. at some point. It's in the albums. Because, yeah, you were, well, you were 21, right, when Alan was born, or just... I had just turned 21 in November, and he was born December 17th. So there were a lot of things for me that were, sometimes felt overwhelming, but I had raised my sister for quite, probably first four or five months of her life, because she was born early, my mother was 37, and... She had some medical problems, so kids and their care were not new to me. Okay. And once we were a solid, not going to ever see anybody else again couple, life just didn't exist without the two of us always together. Right. It wasn't strange. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to know that, like, now, even, even for my generation, which is not too, too far terribly removed... That the like tw- getting married and having kids at like, twenty one, is is madness to my generation and and to the even the younger generation that's below me, like uh, Katie and I got married when I was thirty she was twenty five, 
And then, you know, we had Will right away. There are still moments for me where I feel like I was not ready for this. <laughs> you know, just Shame. because... Well, you let... I mean, you have to let a certain degree of, of all of your selfishness go. I don't know. It's not... It, it's also one of those things... I have a hard time... I have a hard time admitting that I have no faults. So no matter what, even if I think... You get that from your father. You are my son. <laughs> I, even if I... even Luke, if, I am your father. <laughs> Even if I admit that I, uh, you know, well, no, this is definitely what I was meant to do, and I might have had doubts for a while, but I love being a father, and I love that. I still can't deny the selfish need of, I just can't wait until you both go to bed so that your mother and I can be alone. Or even so that I can be alone. Like, I have stuff that I need to do. Oh, I think that's natural. I sure I hope so. I think all <laughs> parents go through that. And now it's even harder. It wasn't the same when we were first married. The economy makes it so... Both parents have to work. Yeah. And you come home and you need to spend time with your children. And at the same time, you're going after working all day. Isn't it time for them to go to bed? Yeah, I really need to sit down. I think it's harder on your generation. Well, maybe that's why nobody wants to get married when they're young. I mean, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of opportunity. But there's also, even I see sometimes that, you know, there's a there's a great deal of, of expectation and sort of there's a lot of a lot of people in their 20s or who are just coming out of college that I've met in theater and working with them all very they think they're owed something. They're all very like oh yeah, that's a change in our generation from your generation is that you grow up sometimes thinking the world owes you a living. Well, yeah. we were taught responsibility and you know, your grades are what you do and if you do this, that's on you that kind of thing and kids are right sometimes i think raised a little too loosely yeah well it's it's definitely it's definitely a perspective that i got from you guys that i had to earn whatever it was that i was doing and whether it whether it was okay well if you if you want to study something in school then you have to do it if you want to be the lead in the play then you have to work hard if you want to do you know and for for whatever reason, it was still there's still a part of my head that just thinks no, I like I could have been something else. I could have been something more. Especially all through high school, I always thought that I was destined for you know something that would just be handed to me. And it's you know I didn't really even through college I didn't really work as hard as I should have. I mean it wasn't really the best college to do the kind of things that I wanted to do. So I just kept butting heads. It was like well if you're not good enough, I'm not going to put the work in. And it's just like a, it's just a spiral of feeling like you've worked a lot and you you ha you deserve something, but at the same time you haven't really put all the work in. That's no different than teenagers thinking their parents are the dumbest people that God ever created until they hit about twenty five and realize how little they really knew. And right. mom and dad were not crazy. We knew what we were talking about, and that's when the nice relationship comes, you know? <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely around the time that I started apologizing profusely for, for things that I said and did when I was a teenager. I'm pretty sure it was around 23, 24. Well, see, it's a mother's curse, too. Now you're starting to experience what you put us through and your brother and your sister, and it's like, Comes around, goes around, they're yours, take them home at the end of the day, and deal with it. Been there, done that, not doing it again. How, how, how was, uh, well, I say was, I mean, you're still a grandmother, but you, your oldest grandchild is now 20... 
three. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Grand Child? Yeah. Oh, Grand Child. Yeah. Ashley, remember? <laughs> Hello. Oh. Yeah, so your your oldest grandchild is twenty three, and that was was that a good was that a good return to two children? Was that a, appropriately timed and good like your kids were starting to get grown up? I mean, I guess I was thirteen, so I wasn't I wasn't like grown up yet. But did you really enjoy being grandmother all over oh, again? Oh, I enjoyed being grandmother to the point of trying to raise her to be my second daughter raised her thinking <laughs> of her as elena rather than my granddaughter right. yeah i had i had took me quite a while to learn that i had to back it off a little bit <laughs> but i the first year you went away to school i painted everything in the house to prepare him for rolling every single room because i couldn't stand the fact that the last one was gone. He right. came home one night from DJing, and I was trimming the kitchen at two thirty in the morning. I had to keep busy, or I don't know. And I, on the other hand, announced at that one of those DJ Friday night extravaganzas that I was now to be known as Hip Hop Pop Pop. So <laughs> I was I was good with I was good with being a grandfather. Yeah, it didn't bother me at all. Pop Pop sounds. Oh my God. But right. never bothered me at all. Get the cane, get the wheelchair. Never, never even considered. What blows age, my age, mind? Don't bang. Age, <laughs> age is just a number. What blows my mind is oh my the God. fact that he is was an only child, mm-hmm. and the grandkids would take to him like they have li- lived all their lives on Papa's <sighs> lap. Kids that come into his work, they just, they, they migrate to him. I right. don't know what it, I mean, maybe he keeps candy in his pocket like you carry dog biscuits for your dog. I don't know. But no, it's kids, dog biscuits. It's, it's dog, dog biscuits. Oh, yeah, okay. Dog. Well, never mind that then. The kids next door. Yeah. Case in point. They call, call him Pop-Pop. They're oh, really? not even related. The yes. neighbors? Yes. Four of them. That's awesome. Well, that's got to be something... There's got to be something genetic or or in the pheromones in that because I actually experienced that today. So I went into People's Light to do music with seven and eight year olds for a summer stage program. So I went in to teach the song. I stayed for the first like three hours of the class. So I participated in the class and I had one of the kids there who was very like rammy, you know, ADD, didn't want to pay attention, running around. He stood next to me and started holding my hand. He started rubbing his face up and down my forearm and told me that he loved my furry arms. And he paid attention for the entire rest of the time that I was there as long as he was standing next to me. Do you know why? Fur. Uh, because, fur. Yeah. Fur. Yeah, well, besides the fur. Children are smarter at that age than most adults that I know. They're very insightful, and they tell they can tell the difference between someone who is generally interested in each and every one of them, is drawn to look right in their eyes, patience to listen to what they say, and kids know that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always felt like a good, um, I don't know, guide, uh, a good teacher... When it comes to kids, I've always felt like even even when I was an older kid around younger kids, I do the same thing that Willett does now. Willett goes to the playground when he's not breaking his arm, and he 
goes for the smaller kids on the playground and asks them if they want help and like takes them through let's go this way let's play here my name is Willet I do that like he's very drawn to helping younger kids and it's like that with Jude the biggest problem with Jude is that uh, Jude pretty much exists to annoy him now so he's of always course he does. he's always climbing over whatever he's doing trying to take whatever Will's got um, but your, you, sis- your sister's three children are exactly the same way. The 14-year-old the girl just won an award at school, selected by the teachers for the most outstanding student in reaching out to help others before thinking of herself. Nice. That's an award now. <laughs> they have Well, they can't give blue ribbons now to right. winners because that will break the loser's you know, character and whatever else. But anyway, yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You guys were brought up that way. You guys were brought up to never look down on somebody else. Right. Never ridicule. Unless they wear a pantsuit. (laughs) And you were always very outgoing. We were always afraid. We were positive that you would be kidnapped because you would walk up to anyone, anywhere and start talking you wandered away from us at park city mall park city here was snowing like crazy outside and came wandering down the aisle with a guard or a policeman on your arm and he found you and you're still talking you just decided to go out and make friends so we expected at any time to see your face on a milk carton (laughs) but that's you've always been that way. Expecting, not hoping. Right. Not hoping to There's see a it. difference. Not, Big there's a difference. difference. There's a difference. Um well that's that is absolutely hilarious. And I know I, I, I definitely remember um wandering off uh from time to time. But will it does that now. Like I always joke Mother's curse. When <laughs> when we run into people, he will the cast, oh my god, he'll walk right up to anybody and he goes, Do you know how I broke my arm? He doesn't start, the, you know, he doesn't start like that. He just starts, you know, I broke my arm because I'm going to tell you. And then he rattles off. And it, eventually it'll get to the point where the adult just kind of looks and makes makes eye contact with me like, I cannot believe how much this child is talking. And I just say, yeah, he's real shy. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, he's super shy. There's a reason why we haven't taught him his address yet. Because he will <laughs> tell everyone. He already tells everyone that his name is Willard Allen Hahn and his younger brother is Judas Michael Hahn. And he is two years old. And it, blah, 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 blah. And I did not teach him to do that. It's just, it's just who he is. And it's awesome. Like, I love it. I really, really do. So I'm really, I'm not, it's, it's daunting. And it's like, it's terrifying. Yeah. But it's. Gene pool. (laughs) Gene pool. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's amazing. So that makes me, that makes me really happy that, that I used to do that too. That there's, there's something there. Because I think I'm okay most of the time. But now it's time for Dad Fears My Trivia. Um, already? He's got me yeah, to help sure. him though this time. He does. Yes. Um, we're going to do it a little differently though. So what I have here, because I think I think you have something for me too, right? Oh, most definitely. Okay. I got tired of questions about Pearl Jam and Nirvana. I said, I got to get him back one way or another. So, you know, yeah. I don't think I've ever actually asked a trivia question about Pearl Jam, though. So, today, what I've decided to do, I am going to give you five quotes. 
and you collectively have to agree and tell me whether this quote is from Star Wars or from a Pearl Jam song. Okay, now can we huddle before we... Okay. Yes. Okay. It's too warm to huddle. (laughs) It's never too warm to huddle. So, are you ready? Who are we playing for? Oh, Uh, how many listeners? Let's do that for. Has to be. Uh, Let's do that first. I only ask that because I have a listener. Do you have Do you have somebody to add? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that who you want to play for this time? No, no. I just. I right, just well, wonder what we're up to. We're up to we were up to thirteen, so we're probably back to six now or something. So. <laughs> I have you know I, we we keep getting maybe one or two new people a week, but there's also um, so you can you can go directly to the website where I post the podcast and you can listen, you can stream there, and that tallies up how many listens there have been. Uh, but well, then you, then can, you have that already. Yeah, because that's you can, what he did. You can also download, uh, do it, subscribe through iTunes. So. Um, that I don't think I can pull the numbers off. Well, like, after having me as a but, guest today, you can expect the numbers to go way up, sir. We'll ex- I will expect okay. it to skyrocket. All right. Um, so far, it's been much easier than I thought it would be. Do you have a four-sided die? I do. I do. <laughs> We're down to four. No, so well, what I've been doing also is taking people off the list whenever they win a prize, because there's no reason somebody should win two pieces of junk from my home. Oh my god, no. Unless we uh, get down to four listeners, and it may have to be. And then, yeah, then everybody should just get something every month. Um, let's see. So, today we will collectively be playing for... Ah, Brian Chase. So, today uh, you will be playing Star Wars or Pearl Jam for Brian Chase, and he will win something fabulously boring from my house are you ready all right no read read you the quote you tell me whether it's from star wars or from a pearl jam song number one meet you on the other side pearl jam pearl jam no i think john wayne (laughs) (laughs) i don't know meet me on the other side that's kind of generic it is. Um, it sounds more like a song than a quote. Yeah, you're right. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer is Pearl Jam. Oh. <laughs> Mom one, dad zero. That's right. Okay. We can t- we'll tally it like that. There you go. If okay. you agree, you both get the point. Number two. This will be a day long remembered. Star Wars. What say you? Father? Agree. Agree. Star Wars. Star Wars it is. Oh. Correct. All right. Number three. I know somehow I've always known. You don't have to whisper. Pearl Jam. Okay, Pearl Jam. Wrong. Wrong. Incorrect. Say I oh, wanted to go the other way. No. That is from Star Wars. That is when Luke tells Leia that he, she is his sister. She says, I know. Somehow, I've always known. Trying to hit on his sister is what he's doing. That's right. Um, (laughs) So what do you think? Are we going to do this? We're going to do this. Yeah, that's that's a subject for another time. (laughs) Number four. I can feel their laughter. Has to be Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam it is. I know more about Pearl Jam than I thought. 
That's, that is from Jeremy. Yeah, this is a neat Jer- Oh, Jeremy. No, no, it's not. I'm sorry. That's actually from Black. Black. Yeah. That, Boy, that... I'm not surprised. Pearl Jam has a song named Black. Ebon. Black. <laughs> All right, last one. Number five. Uh, once upon a time, I could control myself. Star Wars or Pearl Jam? No. Pearl Jam. She's going Star Wars. Star Wars. It is Pearl Jam. Oh, you are correct. That is from the song Once. Um, Which we have no clue. Not bad. So that was uh, that was. I have um, the album. (laughs) It's in there. You don't have a Pearl Jam album. Sure I do. Will you do to fan yourself when you're up here? Because <laughs> it's hot. It's not for listening to, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, all right, not bad. Uh, so, I think, let me see. Dad walked all over. Dad, Dad, yeah, Dad won. You both got I Can Feel Their Laughter. And uh, you both lost I Know Somehow I've Always Known. Uh, day Long Remembered Mom Got But Dad Didn't. And then Once and Meet You on the Other Side. That was all, that was all Dad. Um... So not bad, not terrible for the first ever. I don't. The rents fear my trivia. That could be the rents. A new one, yes. The rents. That's what I call you guys when you're not around. Oh, okay. The rents. The rents. The parents. Oh. You're the rents. It's the okay. hip. Okay. Come on. The hip way. Apost- one apostrophe rents. Rents. Yes. Gotcha. The rents. That's how you are in my phone, actually. Okay. <laughs> so now mom's got payback. Mm. That's not good. Mom, it's... who does fear your music and podcasts, <laughs> trivia questions of the day. Five. Okay. Because I don't want to hurt your brain. All right. Okay. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are I you think. sure? I don't, I don't actually think I'm ready, no. All but right. this is good. I never thought I would be quizzed during Dad Give Fears My Trivia. Give me the name of the theory that states, and this is probably paraphrased, all things being equal, the easiest and most direct answer is the right one. If you ever watched House with any irregularity, oh, you would no. know. Irregular. With any regularity, whatever I said. I'm irregular. <laughs> regularity. Okay, TMI. <laughs> TMI. Come um, on, eh, eh, I have a buzzer here. It is, uh, um, I, uh, I don't know, but I'll take a stab in the dark. It is the, the, the house property. I don't know. Occam's Razor. Occam's Razor. Oh, okay. Movie Contact. It's, it's stated in contact with Jodie Foster. Laugh at Jodie Foster, but that's... I don't, I don't laugh at Jodie Foster. I do laugh at contact. Okay. A, little, a little. I liked it. That was good. I, I failed that one. I, I, I even recognized the term Occam's Razor, but that okay, I had no idea one, that's what it was. Mike. Zero. We need a reverb on this now. Okay. The Great Pyramids of Giza, the three most famous periods of Giza in Egypt are built in a configuration that exactly matches what portion of what constellation? Orion? Very good. Oh. What portion of Orion? His belt. Oh, I'm so proud of you. It's tied. <laughs> Mom and Mike are tied. And the next one's a two-part answer. Oh my God. And you would... Emperor Palpatine. Nah. You would... Pulchritude. You would be... It would behoove you to read more books rather than looking up stuff. Oh. Anyway. There was a tree. 
planted and growing on the grounds of World Trade Center 1 and 2, which of course was totally destroyed at the, at the collapse. What kind of tree was it? And with the new World Trade, Trade Center building, I'm not sure what they call it, what kind of tree replaced it? Oh, um, harsh. Heavy. I think it's called the Freedom Tower. Does that get me any extra points? No. Um, <laughs> it sounds like what we would name it. Um, I, I don't have a clue, but I will guess that it was an oak tree and they replanted a cherry tree. <laughs> they had a sycamore planted. Okay. And it was replaced with cedar. And you need to find out from your brother, because I don't remember the author's name, the book called The Harbingers. Okay. Does that and have to do with sycamore and cedar? It's where I got the information by reading real books printed on paper. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. what? Wait a minute. Paper? Printing on paper? Kindles have real books in them. <laughs> in the oh, magic yeah. screen. Okay, number four. The Washington Monument stands how many feet oh, tall? Good lord. Do I have multiple choice? This, stands, this You could have given me multiple choice on that one. Huh? Well, Hold on. Washington Monument stands. It's got to be, I mean, it's got to be something relatively even, right? Or at least, I don't know, prime? There's got to be something special about it. You know all this if you watch the History Channel like I do. Uh, I watch Drunk History. Is that is that the same no, thing? No, no, no. Okay. This is educational history. This is not swamp people. <laughs> I catch alligators for a living. What does that have to do with history? <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, swamp uh, people. <laughs> My apologies to all the swamp people out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And the History Channel. And the History Channel. 333 feet tall. Wrong. Okay. 555 feet. Now, oh, oh. how much is buried underground as the base? How many feet? Oh, well, I don't know. Think about it. Think about it. And, okay. And conspiracy theorists over here, think about how much is underground if it's 555 on top. Okay. Okay. Um, well... That was too much of a hint. <laughs> yes. That's a ridiculous question. Nobody would it is know. Not a, I knew, and I don't even get out of the house. Point taken. Well, I, I, I will have to guess 111 feet is buried you underground. You are exactly right, okay. and if you even have the nerve and you're not afraid to say it, what is the total height? <laughs> really big. Six, 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 six. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Last one, and this is the one your wife thought you knew, so we'll okay. see. Name the principle that states water pushes up with the same pressure as the object or person lying on top of the water, which is called buoyancy. What is the principle? Oh. Uh, You're going to hate yourself in the morning. What is the principle? Archimedes' principle of buoyancy. Is that the answer? That's the answer. <laughs> oh, okay. did, you, did you hear of Archimedes? Did you ever hear of Archimedes? I did. He is the owl from The Once and Future King. <laughs> Merlin you, and King you, you live in a fantasy world way too much. <laughs> I okay, well, I was very proud of you for guessing 111 feet. That was great. And, and you actually got a 
Orion, right? That I got good. Orion, yes. yes. Really, it's the only constellation that has three points, three popular points that line up in almost a line, because I know the pyramids are almost a line, but I know all of that because I absolutely loved the solar system when I was in school. I loved learning about planets and stars and solar system, and I also loved learning about the pyramids. Um, that's actually one place that if it wasn't so god-awful hot, I would love to go and visit sometime. Um, science, Except you can't get anywhere close to them, I'm sure. Yeah, science and the universe is still my absolute favorite. I, I die to find programs on. Well, I put Katie... Anytime Katie wants to go right to bed, I put on anything about the universe on Netflix. <laughs> and she is out. It holds very little interest for her at all. And I could listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk for days on end <laughs> about stars and all of the geeky things that he thinks about black holes and time travel and Long light speed. And, and yeah. quasars and explosions. Ancient aliens, maybe. Ancient aliens. Oh, yeah. yes. Don't even get them started. <laughs> I I'm an idiot. What about ancient aliens? They call them extraterrestrials. Who's to say they're aliens and not angels? Extraterrestrial ah. only means not of our Earth. Right. So it could be anybody. Well, that's... Yes. That's true. Yeah. So he laughs at me, and I go, ha, 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 back till he goes to work, lock the door, and watch the rest of it all day long on Fridays. <laughs> that's that's how to keep the marriage going for 46 years? Oh, yes. I guess. Soon as you figure out that marriage is not 50-50... But 100%, 100% giving and understanding the other person more than yourself, you got a marriage. Oh. Now, there's an exception with your father. <laughs> That's how I feel. Not 50-50. 100, 100. Through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh. <laughs> well, it's well. Do you have? I don't know. Do you have any other words of wisdom? Any other advice for me or for Will it for? I don't know. Yeah, have me anybody? on the podcast more often. Okay. <laughs> we'll see after this one goes out what the total is. Now, I decided if I even had a computer, uh -huh. which I never have, never will. My website would be michaelfearsmyknowledgeatmom.edu. So if I had one, you could come get on that website and let me have your comments, but I'll have to leave. Which does exist, by the way, it's, listeners. It's, it's almost a website. Yeah. It's almost we'll, a website. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll uh, let you make any comments to Michael. Mom Fears My Podcast is a home welcome to many comments, though nothing has been uh, negative yet. Really? Well, no, yeah. No. <laughs> you sound surprised. Really? You and Dad ha have been destined to do this through the ages. Oh, well, I'm glad. It's a scream. I love listening to them. It's wonderful. I'm really happy because I've... Every year that goes by, I always miss spending time with you guys. You know, I, I, um, I always love coming to visit, and I always love coming to hang out. And when it's when it's the whole family and when it's the kids... It's, you know, it's more about 
you know, the kids seeing you and you seeing, you know, the kids and, and all and that. your sister being the best audience you will ever have yes. in your life. <laughs> Still to this day, Elena is my best audience. So it's, uh, it's really awesome that I, you know, I finally took all of the energy and all of the questions that I kept, you know, thinking. All of my time growing up at home, you know, I just, I missed so many things or maybe it was more of being selfish and just you know de- not, I don't want to say selfish but you know just dealing with my own you know whether it was where am I going to go to school what am I going to do next what about this job what about this girlfriend when you're an adolescent your world does revolve around you that's yeah. that's natural so it's been awesome to to feel like I have I don't know I can I can talk about things that maybe I used to think or maybe I misinterpreted or maybe you know I've always wondered well now that I'm a dad I have this question and uh, it's just really good to come and hang out and talk. I appreciate that. So we appreciate that, don't we? Oh yeah. Don't we? Oh yeah. Don't we do? And at the risk of quoting Marlon Brando again in The Godfather, it is all about family. <laughs> it's family is where it's at. That's well keep said. Keep that. Keep that. Well said, young sir. <laughs> and with that. Uh, I will say, uh, have a good day. And that concludes Mom Fears My Podcast. Thank you for finally having me. It was fun. Awesome. All right. Thank you for giving me a break for a change. <laughs> sure, no and problem. And now feed her same. <laughs> Sayonara. Thanks. And Ista Sasa Sasa.